We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friends. Thanks for hanging out with us here today. Here's a question I have not asked you before. What is your relationship like with your birthdays and getting older? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Don't mind it? Most people in our society do not see aging as a good thing. In generations past and in other cultures, the elders were revered and looked to for guidance, education, clarity, and wisdom. Though we appear to live in a youth-obsessed culture, I do believe a shift is possible. But rather than be swept along with mass consciousness, we're going to have to take responsibility and set the strong intention for what it is that we really, really want. And for me, what I really, really want is to expand in my consciousness and to grow in my wonder and wisdom as I grow older. And that includes paying attention to role models, teachers, wise ones, and the living examples of what I long to claim for myself. Today, I'm honored to have two women with us who are really embodying and exemplifying living consciously and aging wisely. We are here with Sedina Campanelli and Barbara Marks Hubbard. Sedina, along with her husband, George Campanelli, created Age Nation, a global organization committed to providing the very best information and inspiration to an audience who wants, needs, and deserves this important material. Sedina is also the co-founder and president of Enlivened Aging, a company she created to bring empowerment and wellness programs to women around the world through keynote speaking, seminars, coaching, products, and books. She has a signature series of programs featured on Guy MTV. Her retreats and programs are presented in locations around the country, online, and in an important and powerful new book, Do Not Go Quietly, a guide to living consciously and aging wisely for people who weren't born yesterday. We also have the honor and privilege of having with us Barbara Marks Hubbard. Barbara is a prolific author, teacher, and educator. Barbara has written seven books on social and planetary evolution. She has produced, hosted, and contributed to countless documentaries seen by millions of people around the world. Barbara co-produced the Worldwide Birth 2012, a multimedia event that was seen as a historic turning point in exposing the social, spiritual, scientific, and technological potential in humanity. At her heart, Barbara is a visionary, a social innovator, and an evolutionary thinker who believes that global change can happen when we work collectively and selflessly for the greater good. Thank you so much, Barbara and Sadina, for being here today on Journey to Center. Thank you. I'm, Thank I'm you. very honored to be here, particularly with Barbara and with you, Tammy. You're doing a beautiful um, piece of work with this show, so really excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And speaking of beautiful, you are two really beautiful women inside and out, and you really are the living examples of uh, something I want to claim for myself. So just thank you, thank you, thank you for that, for all the courage and the work that you're doing to to bring in consciousness to the world in such an elegant fashion. Mm. Yes. Um, well, we're excited that uh, through Age Nation, you know, this, this uh, multi-platform company that we have, 
where we're informing and educating and inspiring and engaging people that we have the opportunity to also work with Wisdom Keepers and one of those internationally known authors and Wisdom Keepers is Barbara Marks Hubbard. And uh, it's, it's a privilege to be uh, connected to learn and grow from an elder because as you started to say, Tammy, um, you know, our culture does focus on youth and disregards aging. And we certainly have a role model here, somebody who is forging the way um, and really this, this incredible journey that we're on and teaching us all how to do, take this shift, this time that we're in, and make the, the very best and also support our earth in the process. Yes, absolutely. Like our- <laughs> absolutely. So, yes, Barbara, you really are somebody who's doing it in, in such a, an incredible way. And I've been watching you for years, and I'm just so inspired by you. So I'd love to hear anything you have to say right now about your intention and mission personally and what you're doing um, for the planet. Well, you know, I am 84 and feel no relationship to age specifically. I don't feel age specific um, because it feels to me like the old categories of aging don't fit me because I'm such a deep evolutionary person. And if you're an evolutionary, it means that you sense yourself as emerging. (laughs) You sense life itself going through a very powerful emergence phase, from one phase of growth, stopping that, to a new phase of growth, both social and personal and technological. And if you're involved in what's emerging in your own work, you are getting newer rather than older (laughs) because the, the nature of process you're in is itself so emergent and emergence is a very good word in the evolutionary lexicon in that if you think of the billions of years of evolution it is the nature of the process to always be going toward more consciousness more creativity more connectivity for billions and billions of years So I am a person who is, you might say, imbued with that experience. So I'm right now, excuse me, at the stage of really, I'll just say it briefly, two major breakthroughs. One is deepening my own spiritual incarnation as a universal human. And that is in my book, Emergence in 52 Codes, as how you shift from your own egoic self to your essential self, and that's how you bring in the highest frequencies of your, what I call, universal self, which even brings even higher frequencies of the divine self or the risen Christ or the God self, however you see it. And I'm practicing the 52 codes to conscious self-evolution and very deep forms of what I'm calling universal pod formation where two or more 
who are in this work together join spiritually, socially, and even with your own deepest soul's life purpose toward a new whole. So I, I actually think I'm in a spiritual breakthrough mode. And the second one is really radically new. It's a, a colleague, Ted Chu, who is a currently uh, was manager of the Sovereign Wealth Fund in Abu Dhabi. He's a Chinese man. He's head of the business school, New York Business School in Abu Dhabi, and has written a book called Evolutionary. Let me get the exact title for you. The title of his new book is Human Purpose and Transhuman Potential, A Cosmic Vision for Our Future Evolution. And he believes that Conscious evolution 1.0 is where we are now. We're, we're aware of evolution and that we have a responsibility toward it. Conscious evolution 2.0 is we are beginning to create a universal species or a cosmic being. Because if you combine all the new capabilities of humanity, including nanotech, biotech, quantum computing, zero-point energy and our highest spiritual breakthroughs, and the limit to growth on planet Earth as it has been in the past, you discover that without being conscious of it, the human species is involved in co-creating a cosmic species, one that will live beyond the planet. And I have joined forces with Ted to explore, give talks, and actually give a demonstration of the potential of humanity to become a universal cosmic species. Mm. Well, that is inspiring. (laughs) I mean, that almost takes your breath away because (laughs) no matter what you do. It's so exciting, really, because, uh, and just going back to the, the beginning, the opening, Tammy, when you described how cultures that have honored their elders have, you know, expanded and those that haven't mm-hmm. really have imploded. Mm-hmm. We're excited about this work um, that we're doing and the work that Barbara is doing um, because it's really time for a new standard for successful living, really, in our in our time, let alone emerging into our new selves. And, you know, in our book, Do Not Go Quietly, remind, we remind all of us that we're never too young or too old to live our dreams and remember the power and resources that we have to meet all the challenges and opportunities because we really are in this this big shift. And um, so these tools that Barbara's giving us and the tools that are in Do Not Go Quietly and and the codes, I can't wait to get that that book because I'm I'm just gleaning so much from emergence um, because it's really positive ways of opening to this to this beloved within. And, um, you know, George, my husband George and I, uh, my partner in Age Nation, we, we couldn't agree more that it's a time now for us to expand. True, truly, all, all traditions include teachings that expand the self in widening circles of identification. <clears throat> we identify with our true nature 
uh, which is what you're talking about, Barbara. It um, is. It is. You and, know, and when I'm, we're identifying with the body of the earth and, and becomes our body is a larger body. And well, you have to take, you have to just... Love can then bring us yeah. to the interconnectedness with life. But first, we have to start with ourselves. And that's what... That's what we're doing with H Nation. That's obviously what you're doing with your incredible visionary work. Well, I'd like to broaden the horizon a little bit here. If you look back, if you have an evolutionary perspective, you've got to have evolutionary eyes or you can't get this. Evolutionary right. eyes means you're, you're like a universal astronaut seeing the whole story of creation from the origin of universe all the way through to the present moment and beyond. That's the perspective you need to get this. Yeah, you've got to go you, higher. You, you can't just you rely have on to what go your eyes and your ears hear. you got to go to that soul self, exactly. which, yeah, which your book really is, helps people do. And I, I think that's so exciting because it gives people tangible. It's like, I, I hear what you're saying, but how do I implement this? And your writings really give people the tools and the opportunity to, to blend and merge yeah. with their higher self so they can see that broader vision and, and see with universal eyes. Then so you I think put that's yourself so wise. in that, you see. And here you see a lot of things that otherwise you won't be able to get at all. Correct. Like you see, just in recent evolutionary history, we had Homo, Homo erectus, Homo habilis, Homo neanderthal, Homo sapiens, and Homo sapiens sapiens, only about 50,000 years old. What's happening, I believe, is that Homo sapiens sapiens has come to a sort of end of its phase of separation and self self individuation, mm-hmm. power, domination, structures, all that built civilization for, for the good and also for the terrible. And that out of Homo sapiens sapiens, there has been growing for the past, let's say, a few thousand years, maybe with like Buddha and Jesus, but much more recently, what I'm calling Homo universalis, a universal human who is connected to the heart, to the whole, who, who sees the whole story of creation, who sees their own expression within it as an expression of the greater process of evolution itself. And then your life purpose gets um, identified within that context. And that's when you start to overcome aging because uh-huh. aging has nothing to do with this. <clears throat> As long as you're not dying, <laughs> you're not you, you, you're you're at the threshold of evolution. You're on the the living edge of it, and that mm-hmm. consciousness, you see, really uh, changes the the concept of aging to the concept of co-creating. Mm. Exactly, we need a new standard for aging and living. Completely, yes. we're we're focusing mm-hmm. on on that simply because of the myth of youth and so many people in the second half of life who, um, you know, are really in a in a sad place and don't know that this can be and and you're showing the way you're leading the way for this, Barbara, that life can be absolutely. Uh, resurrected, we can be. I mean, you're using the word emergence. I've many times we t- talk about resurrecting our dreams, and 
this is a, an evolutionary dream. I agree with you. And it's time for us to come up that hill to the top of the hill so we can see the whole horizon and everything around us and see that higher perspective yes. um, that yes. you're talking about. Um, and w- just so I clarify, we're not just talking to people um, in the second half of life. Our audience are older Gen Xers, boomers, and elders, but they're also young people who are interested in learning more about this world they'll inherit. And this is just our transient world right now. And you're taking us higher. Um, we call call all of these people people who weren't born yesterday. And um, it's just necessary to have these tools. And it's necessary to be in awareness before we can even see. The awareness is we, we're in the best, most juicy time of our life. And you can be 84. You can be whatever age. And, and open and expand and crack that shell. Leave behind those, um, you know... Um, Things that we've even, the dear things, and shed the limited old ways of being, and include right. even how we see ourselves and resurrect into this new, open this new door that you're talking about. And that, to me, is, is the evolution that we can go through now. And it's just needed on our planet. Well, it's, it's needed, and it's, it's exciting. I'm getting so excited listening to you guys. I mean, I've been saying for a long time, when we stop learning, when we stop being creative, when we stop wanting to um, expand and learn and grow, is when we start to get old. And mm-hmm. each of us gets to choose exactly. when that happens for ourselves. I don't see Barbara as getting older. But, you know, I just had this um, kind of revelation as I'm listening to you, Barbara, and by reading your book, Emergence, it's like you're thinning the veil between heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. And as you do that, you're opening a portal for divine wisdom and, and profound information to come through. And, and that is what I try to do every day. And mm-hmm. I'm just so um, excited well, and a little in awe of, of what I see you really embodying and exemplifying. I'm just so inspired. You know, thinning the veil is a very interesting word. We u- usually have meant that between life and death and mm. it's the afterlife. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Evan Alexander, life yes. uh, mm-hmm. near, near death is really extended life experiences because they experience light bodies and they experience this mm-hmm. ongoingness of life itself. And I think when you take a very deep evolutionary perspective, like I'm suggesting, you get evolutionary universal eyes, and you see the whole story of creation, then the veil, you know, it's like there is no veil anymore. (laughs) So thin there is none. (laughs) They're so thin because, first of all, the, the past is so huge that you can't say, well, I have a veil between me and Homo erectus, because, I mean, you have, <laughs> you, you, you are actually the expression of the whole process that came before you, and you begin to feel that your growth potential, your, you say, living your dream, is actually um, part of the continuum of that process of creation so as you identify more with your own impulse to create Uh you find yourself with no veil at all (laughs) and even between worlds because you don't even know how long life is going to go on 
You don't know what longevity is going to be. Hmm. You don't, we don't, you know, if you really <clears throat> look at the emergence of what I call the cosmic species, uh, that probably will have a far, far different lifespan than the animal human. And yeah. you use the word resurrection. I mean, it is very interesting that the Christian, entire Christian religion got founded resurrection. on the example of one person who was seen to resurrect after being dead as an animal human. Mm-hmm. And it started the entire, not only Christianity, but a lot of Western interest in the person and in how the person evolves. And I have begun to wonder if it isn't true that Jesus was truly the next stage of evolution mm, that yeah, came I, in I and set have the pattern. Get what book it is, but there's a book about that, and I, you know, I've always had a connection with Jesus, and I, I feel that he, yeah, it, he was showing us that that possibility that we have that you're actually talking about and I when I read your book Emergence what I what I was thinking it really was so beautiful to to get a confirmation for me personally I've always thought of my I've talked to my inner self and it's always been my eternal being my eternal spirit that's who I refer to and I thought well I'm more than my mind and my body you know, I, I have soul consciousness. I'm in, in my daily life, I can view myself that way. And I'm one with all that is. So I, I can transform this aging process or life process or whatever you want to say into a spiritual opportunity. Right. You know, and go beyond time is exactly right. what you're talking about. And that and way we're never, you know, we're not trapped anymore in these limitations of getting older. We're suddenly just in the present moment with everything out in front of us, you know. All well, of, I'd like all to, to bring up life. a word here that I use in the 52 codes, and the word is transubstantiation. Yes. And, Isn't that, and that a, a term, a, very, a religious term? No. Transubstantiation is the transformation of substance into a new form. Okay. Uh, I thought I... They refer it, to that it is used, Catholic, it, something it, around it, Christ, I thought, but maybe not. It has been, yes. They transubstantiate the bread and the wine, and then you consume that because they, they say it has the Spirit of Christ in it. But right. what I'm saying is that you are now the bread and the wine. Mm, I love that it. It's not about eating a sacred bread, and, sacred bread and wine, but about realizing that the frequency of you <clears throat> as as a person is lifting into that higher frequency. Mm-hmm. And that when that happens, transubstantiate the essence. This is in uh, the book Emergence. Essence has substance. Right. And that substance when you deepen it and bring in, I would say, the universal aspect of that, you transubstantiate the substance of your being. And alchemy. Is, it is. It's exactly right. This is profound. And I feel it's the cutting edge of evolutionary uh, spirituality, you see, which is relatively new from all other spiritual traditions. Because they weren't they weren't developed in the evolutionary consciousness, right? Right. It's uh, so needed, 
right now in our world when there's so much fear going on to um, extract ourselves from all of that and come into, as you were saying, this higher perspective. And this is what we we encourage people to do. And with tools, uh, there's so many tools that everybody can reach out for. You've got these these tools that you're offering. Um, I just I really love going back um, to forgetting the local self. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. um, <laughs> no, it, it's really so important because um, we can get so caught up, and that's where the fear comes in. Oh my God! Look what's happening. That's because we're 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 you know our perspective has been limited and and we're looking down instead of up. Is right, what I keep getting right. a vision of from what you were just talking about. And, yes, um, and I'm just at, inviting people to take an evolutionary universal perspective mm-hmm. on life, on yes. the whole story of creation. So instead of thinking of your story as, well, I was born in 1929 and then this and this and this happened, you say the life that I represent originated at the Big Bang or before and has been emerging for these billions of years. And I happen to be alive at the time when evolution is becoming conscious in us and we can consciously co-create. Well, this becomes something entirely different than what we've known before. So yes, hold on absolutely. This. I just want to put out too, uh, Tammy, and and for Barbara's sake, and and everybody listening, that uh, H Nation is going to be Maybe putting on navigating your future conferences. And Barbara is a is um, uh, we're privileged to have her as a participant. And you would have the opportunity to have a whole weekend uh, to take this sacred journey of conscious evolution. Yeah, um, I mean, imagine this is, and this work is with the two codes and activate the process of metamorphosis and all of these beautiful things that Barbara's talking about. And if you go to um, Age Nation or navigatingyourfutureconferences.com, either one, um, you know, we're going to have, you can take a look at the pilot that we launched in 2012 and then a new series that we're we're presenting in 2014 and 2015 and and actually a webinar series as well and Barbara's going to be part of it so you have an opportunity to firsthand you know experience this I can't wait I'm very excited well I, I want to say that what I'm offering really is not for the weak of heart huh? <laughs> if, if, you, if you want to go the whole way in this lifetime then you yeah. need to be really courageous and and open your perspective mm-hmm. so much more than than was possible when I was you know starting out in my life and had no clue of any of this and mm-hmm. it's still not in the universities it's really not in the churches it's not in politics it's not in in the commercial world it's certainly not in the news that we're evolving. <laughs> no, it's certainly not in the media. <laughs> I mean, and so the ones of us who know this, I just got back from Switzerland where I talked to some marvelous young people in their 30s who have been studying people like Ken Wilber and um, Don Beck and Andrew Cohen and others. And I'm actually, if I may say so, taking the evolutionary teachers the next step 
which is the evolution of the person within the evolution of the culture towards the cosmic dimension of our potential. Because you, you don't want to forget that Mother, Father, Universe created Earth. Earth is one planet among billions. Exactly. And as we're hitting the limit to growth on planet Earth, a need to sustain, maintain, and preserve here, we are also exploring further and further our universal cosmic aspect. So instead of thinking that's weird, strange, or scary, normal, natural, and good. Exactly. And, you know, I, I know you're saying it's not for the faint of heart or whatever, um, <laughs> your work. Uh, but, and in our book, Do Not Go Quietly, we mention as well that, you know, we're explorers on this planet. And it doesn't matter if you haven't even gotten to that place where you can open to this concept. Just just deciding what your life is. Are you a pioneer? Are you a pilgrim? Are you an explorer? Are you going to make the very best of this life? Then you would just you would just be able to put your toe in the water and and grow to that next place. And this is an option, you know, to make the very best of of your time here. So I encourage everybody listening to delve into Barbara's work, regardless of, you know, if you think, oh, it's too much for me, it's, you're here to learn and grow, and we all are, we're all part of this Hang on, we right back. Excuse me, do you know how to get to Maine and Maple? Do you have these in a seven and a half? How's that cooked? Can I get that shipped overnight? Is there a direct flight? How long does the warranty last? What's your soup of the day? How do you change the ringtone? Does it come in blue? Does this bus stop at Elm Street? We ask questions everywhere in life. Is it raining out? Uh, what time's the meeting? How much does this cost? Does it have four-wheel drive? Have we met before? What's my account balance? Yet somehow, when we get to the doctor's office... Any questions? Um, no. We clam up. Ask questions. What is this test for? Are there any side effects? When do I get my results? Questions lead to better health care. Go to ahrq.gov for a list of 10 questions everyone should know. Questions are the answer. Public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. My name is Ruth Rusi. I'm a retired teacher. I'm 91 years old, and this is how I live united. I say retired, but not really. Once a week, I read books to children as part of United Way's education program. Reading to a child creates links between language and literacy. It creates a bond between grown-up and child. And believe it or not, it prepares them for a better academic future. Oh, we read about frogs and flies and pigs with wings, all sorts of juicy stuff. It's a joy to watch all those little faces. I figure I have the time and they have the need. And I've always believed that if we're not here to help each other, then what are we here for, really? My name is Ruth Rusi. I help kids prepare to succeed in school. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I'm home and I love it. I'm home where I belong. I'm home and 
and I love it. I'm home where I belong. It's always nice to come home, but these days, many Americans are at risk of foreclosure and losing their homes. Fortunately, help is available. Making home affordable is a free program from the U.S. government that has already helped over a million struggling homeowners, and we want to help you. I'm home. I'm home. And I love it. I'm home. I'm home. Find out now what your options are. Go to makinghomeaffordable.gov or call 1-888-995-HOPE. The sooner you act, the better chance we can help you. I'm home. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Empower Radio. Now, back to Journey to Center with Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my lovely listeners. Thanks for hanging out with us here today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. You have a little bit of information in your book, um, Sadina, about uh, Maya Angelou. Something I love that she said when Oprah asked her, what would you say about being in your 80s? And she said, Uh do it if you can. And it's especially fun if you still look pretty cute. And I'm like, (laughs) I am so in love with this woman. Two of my favorite women are in their 80s. It's not something to fear. It's something to um, get excited about. I think no matter what age we are, we can claim for ourselves the best is still yet to come. Yes. Exactly. You know, I love Emerson's quote. Emerson's one of the people that, that I was just weaned on. He said, as we grow old, the beauty steals inward, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it shines outward is what it does. I'm adding that because when we're younger, we've had many gifts that we lose as we grow older. But as we age, these amazing gifts, all this juiciness comes comes forward, you know. I mean, look at what just Barbara is talking about, and she's still... You know, I can see many, many more years of growing and transforming and learning and sharing. And this wouldn't have happened. I don't know. I know, Barbara, you were formative way back with so many amazing people as your friends. But you were learning in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. It it seems she still is. It seems, Barbara, from my perspective, and you can tell me if this is true or not, that you're still learning. You're still going higher. Well, you know... When I was in my 20s, I never met anybody like me. <laughs> now I'm meeting people who I would be calling co-creators or emerging yeah. humans or evolving humanity or whatever word we want. I'm meeting us everywhere. And I really think it's the evolution of our species is happening. Well, something I, I think is so true. I agree is- with you, don't you, Tammy? Yes. It's, it yeah. feels... It's ha- it, in the midst of all the turmoil and the, the news and everything, which I really try to stay away from most yes, of it, me too. there is so many people, there are just people everywhere now that have a light in their eyes. It's that <clears throat> inner inner eye is coming forward and they're recognizing each other. And it, I agree with you, Barbara. I think we're in emergence right now. We're, we are co-creators. Um, right. A right. completely the whole, human, but a universal with- human, as you call it. You know, it's and, and it really is about choice too. We can we can fall into that negative stream, or we can choose to breathe into our hearts and smile and come back to the inner self and the power and wisdom that we that we already do have. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Well, I think that's you know, true. I, I think we have to take personal responsibility. Otherwise, we're going to be swept along. Nobody's going to hand this to us. We have to right. claim it for ourselves and, you know, learn from the people that are the living examples. So I love that that's what you're yes. doing with your, um, is it your navigating your future? You have six weekends mm-hmm. with 16 leading wisdom keepers. And it's yes. like, these are people that are rocking it out in some profound <laughs> ways. And we can be swept along with what we see in the news or, you know, look at the magazines at the checkout stand or we can turn our attention towards who is really uh, doing this in a magnificent elegant profound and empowered way and and that's the direction i want to turn my face towards my my attention towards mm-hmm. so well, I, I think it's exciting yeah you're you're creating your own form and that's what navigating your future is the conferences that barbara's going to be uh doing her journey with um, all of that is, is just our way of helping the world commit to being age-friendly and ensuring that the wisdom and experience of our elders is honored and valued in the decision-making of our time as well. Because if we, were, if we called on them, imagine what a different world we would be living in. So oh, yes. that's, <laughs> that's kind of the impetus for the uh, world, world Council of Wisdom Keepers as well, so that we'll have a forum like that. Um, it's just really needed in our time. This is wisdom that's ripe for us to take, you know, to really learn and grow from. If we want to pick the fruit, and it's like Barbara said, you know, it takes courage. But, I mean, it's not like life is going to be great if you don't say yes to this. You know, I think this only improves our ability and, and capacity and potential to live a life that really we love, uh, you exactly. know, for as long as we're breathing, for as long as we're in these human bodies. It's like, it may be hard, but the alternative sounds really unappealing. So I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes to what you guys are offering. Exactly. And how beautiful to have this new thought system that Barbara's talking about, a way of really expanding your whole horizon and your perspective on life, just listening to it, thinking of, of life as an evolution, you know, a universal evolution. I'm no longer, you know, this little... Uh, thing I remember when I was eight years old, we went to the Planetary uh, Museum, and I don't know if anybody's been there. You, you, where was that? It was in Palomar, um, the, the observatory. And I remember I left, and I felt so tiny. It's what you were saying earlier, Barbara, about the, um, you know, we're just uh, there's so many. Mill, you know, millions of other planets out there. We're not alone. And our Earth was like a speck on one tiny, you know, uh, little solar system with walls and walls and walls of solar systems. Yeah, that and you know, one Earth- nice thing to call this is Mother Earth is giving birth <laughs> to a co-creative species. Yeah. Yes. To co-evolve and co-create. Mm-hmm. And that is, I believe, that is the... Uh, shift from Homo sapiens sapiens to Homo universalis. Mother Earth is giving birth <clears throat> to this new species, and there is no reason to assume that species stop with a self-centered individualism that was built a lot of modern culture, but it is not. It cannot be the next step. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're yeah, that's way not going to take us anyplace. You're, you're absolutely, gosh, that's so... We're way past that, and if you know, for me, whenever there's fear comes up or whatever, I get a huge grounding. Um, 
I can drop doubts and insufficiencies and really establish my connection back with nature, I remember that I'm just part of this evolving planet, you know, when I'm, you know, if I'm in the autumn of my life. So I can think of, of my, my life as one of the seasons, just as the earth has her seasons. Mm-hmm. And I see the harvesting of autumn and the settling in of winter. They're no less important than the seeding of spring. In fact, mm-hmm. you know, one without the other is meaningless. So I, I like to look at life as a unity, you know, mm-hmm. a series of unrelated fragments. And each period grows out of the last. And what you're talking about is a cohesive flow to our lives where we're just continuing that momentum and we're opening to, it's like we're cracking the shell and opening again to a larger frame, a larger consciousness. Yeah, and we really don't know what the end of this phase of evolution is leading toward yet. Huh? I mean, if it's no, leading you, toward a, a universal species. Right. Yeah, whatever you're doing, right. you know, is what <clears throat> on this is going to stand on and, our shoulders. So you're taking responsibility and, and really going higher, and whatever happens is going to be built upon that. So right. I, I think this is really beautiful. And, and something you say, Sedina, aging is not a time for dulling. And I think no matter how old we are, we can still allow or invite passion and enthusiasm to lead. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's wonderful to celebrate being young and all the gifts of being young. Um, if we believe that's the only cycle worth suffering. <laughs> but there are so many cycles in life. And, and like Barbara just said, we don't know what's going to happen after this one. So it's being in the present moment and, and giving aging an honor and changing that whole standard. It's just time for a redefinition of, uh, of aging, a rebalancing of our, our lives and our perspective. And that's why I love this because it's a, it's an opening to new pathways, new doors are opening mm-hmm. uh, with this <clears throat> conscious evolution concept. Yes, and I think the word um, regenopause is helpful here, and mm-hmm. also the shift from maximum procreation to co-creation, mm-hmm. because procreation really was the main, the main effort of women. Until. Yeah, absolutely, and we're we're not really needing that anymore. I mean, I'm not oh. putting down having children, but our planet is full. Yeah, so only our, only so, chosen children, and yeah. much longer time for co-creation for sure. Yes, right. And, and so we have not. We are shifting on the bioevolutionary level from women having maximum procreation to women having chosen procreation and opening creation. And that means, I also think it means vocational arousal. And I love that. (laughs) Then you're in something new. You're giving birth to new parts of yourself and parts of the other person. And, And it's like having a baby in the sense you're giving birth to a new being but the new being is you. <laughs> yes, I just isn't that beautiful. <laughs> I remember you saying that actually on, on Birth 2012, and I was. Uh, it's very exciting for anyone because truly we're we're a new territory, and what the world needs now is our wisdom and our experience and our and our co-creativity. 
So we can all, you know, resurrect those dreams and talents and gifts that we've been given. And everybody has their own individual gift. It's a, uh, and as you said very early on, um, you know, we came here with such tremendous power, really. And we're only just now, I think, learning to awaken to it. And science is catching up with that now and telling us that that's, yes, that's true. <laughs> you know, your brain can actually grow as you get older. I mean, all those, those, <sighs> the 50s are wrong, you know. We are evolving. We, we, we are evolving, and the women over 50, it, it takes a while to actually be new. Mm. Or, as the teenager, as much as they're turned on to the whole world through the Internet and through the iPhone, it, there's certain basic things you have to learn. You know, you, you have to deal with sexuality, you have to deal with life careers, you have to deal with many different things <clears throat> that are very challenging, actually, for the teenager and very young because most of the old professions are archaic. So they have to be pioneers at a young age, and I think it helps the young to see the older ones, like ourselves, still emerging and evolving. Because I know with my daughters, when they have a mother like me, they my daughters are in their 60s, and they know that they're at the start of the, what they can do, instead of feeling old, because the older woman is still growing than the younger yeah. Women yeah. have a feeling of a spacious openness. That's so yeah. beautiful. And you are, you're a role model, as is Maya Angelou and so many other really visionaries. Um, and it does. It, it, when I uh, just talk to you, it's so inspiring to me because I, I know, oh, my gosh, you know, I have so much to look forward to. As you said, we don't have, you know, there's a lot of people, this is why we've, created Age Nation, which is a hub for people who weren't born yesterday, we say. Yes, because yes. it isn't time to throw in the towel. It's absolutely the opposite. Um, and it's also for people who are younger, who know um, they're going to inherit this world. So uh, you can learn and grow from talking to, listening to, being a part of different uh, offerings from people that have, have gone the, the span as you have, and are actually teaching us from this point on, I see you doing even more and more. I mean, I can't wait to read the 52 codes and the, the other things that you're growing and, and, and doing, the collaboration that you mentioned at the first of the show. Um, it's just an inspiration, you know. To, to it all really is. So, Sadina, I want you to tell people again where they can go. First of all, I just want to mention some of the people that you have involved with um, these weekends with the Wisdom Keepers. Some of Joan mm-hmm. Borisenko, Bruce Lipton, Ram Das, Barbara Marks Hubbard, who we love, Neil Donald Walsh, Gene Houston, Gary Zukoff, Linda Francis, Barbara DeAngelis. This is some Hazel Henderson, David Suzuki, Dr. Brent Blackwater, Randall Hayes, and, and of course, you and George Campanelli. I mean, this is, this is an amazing, amazing, powerful group. So okay. I just want to know where people can learn more about this and, sure. and how can they take advantage of this incredible opportunity you've created. Thank you, Tammy. Yes, uh, we want you to come and join us. And uh, as we were talking about earlier, you know, it's an opportunity to come and be in a live event and things do change 
when when you're in an in, interactive situation and when you're around people who have really done the work and have the wisdom. So you can go to agenation.com and you can go to you know www.navigatingyourfutureconferences.com and that'll give you a look at the pilot that we did in 2012 and then this new series. And um, it's very exciting. We're still looking at some venues, and there'll be some very wonderful venues. And we're going to start off, I believe we're going to kick it off with a webinar series. So just mm. go to agenation.com and, and see what you can find and um, keep going because we'll keep you updated there. And, again, Barbara is part of that. Um, yeah. And you can also go to do not go quietly the book.com and learn more about do not go quietly and we have some offerings on there and some you know some downloadables and things like that that'll inspire you too okay and Barbara there are two books that you say work really well together that give people they can give people like the tools and some exercises that they can claim right now to start opening more fully to their soul self and aging in this inc- incredible and beautiful way one of them is emergence which I'm reading now and and, and am madly in love with, The Shift from Ego to Essence. And you have another book, The 52 Codes. Can you tell me the full title of that, where people can get these two books? Yes, if they go to evolve.org, they can get both of those. And the the full title of the book, Emergence, and the full title of the book, uh, 52 Codes, is uh, 52 Codes for Conscious self-evolution, a process of metamorphosis. Mm. And so the the 52 codes builds on the emergence book by bringing in the higher frequencies of your own universal non-local self, which leads to, I would say, a very much deeper experience of incarnation of who you truly are. Hmm. That sounds satisfying and fulfilling. It, it really is. It, it sort of tra- it goes beyond age into metamorphosis. You see, mm. like if you just think of the caterpillar, the uh, imaginal cells in the body of the caterpillar, and then they go to metamorphosis and they're a wet winged butterfly. So it's not that the butterfly is older than the imaginal cells; it's actually different and newer. Mm-hmm. And I'm really making a a radical statement that metamorphosis of the human into a co-creative human is like we're becoming wet-winged butterflies, not older imaginal cells. You see the difference? That's a beautiful analogy. Why? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love love the uh, analogy of the butterfly. Butterflies are one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful image, and, and I think that that's a, a fun quote. It's like what the caterpillar calls the end, the butterfly calls the beginning. And I think we go through many metamorphoses and butterfly stages. I feel like often I've been in the chrysalis and I'm coming out, and then I'm, you know, years later, I'm in the chrysalis again and I'm coming out. It's like, what's going to happen next? So I just love seeing your wings transform and change and shift and expand, Barbara. It's like so you're you're getting me really excited about heading towards the eighties. <laughs> yeah, oh yes, the eighties. <laughs> Good. But just think about this for just a second. Every imaginal cell, uh, the scientists say, is coded from the beginning with the part of the butterfly it's meant mm-hmm. to build. Mm-hmm. So at first 
it's killed by the caterpillar, but eventually all those imaginal cells have to get together in the body of the caterpillar to build the, the wings, the antenna, the entire thing. And then there's a signal, it's very much like birth, but even more radical, that you are you have to get out of that pupa or you'll die. Mm-hmm. Because the pu- I've seen it, I've seen the that metamorphosis stage, and some of them don't make it because they don't go exactly the right timing, and the pupa, the chrysalis, turns into mush. But if mm-hmm. it goes into the butterfly, what happens is, there's a little silver string right at the top of the wet-winged butterfly. It hangs itself to dry out <laughs> so that it's very vulnerable when it just gets out. But it's already been building it, you see. It's built the entire thing in the body of the caterpillar. So with this analogy, we have done a lot. We have learned a lot. We have built a lot. But you go through this metamorphosis, which is in the 52 codes, you see with the eyes of the butterfly. You feel with the recognition of of actually transformation and metamorphosis rather than I'm a better imaginal cell in the body of the caterpillar. You see what I mean? Wow. That's a beautiful image. That's incredible. I'm going to be focusing on that. I'm definitely going to want to get that book. Yeah, it is. It's a different way of being than, than most people are embodying, but... Again, I think it's important to see these living examples, which is uh, you, Sedina, and you, Barbara. So I just have to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming and having this conversation on Empower Radio. I know our listeners got some profound value from it. So yeah, check out Age Nation. These books from Barbara, The 52 Codes and Emergence, they will change your life if you really want to um, embrace transformation. So thank you to my listeners. Thank you, Brent Carey, for this forum called Empower Radio. Thank you, Nate. You are just an incredible producer. I love you from the bottom of my heart. And my listeners, come get a hold of me, TammyBPhD.com. Would love to hear from you. This is about connection and transformation and expansion. So let's talk. God bless you. Onward. Thank you so much, Tammy. Thank you, guys. I love you. (laughs) Love you, too. Many blessings. (laughs) Many blessings.